Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about mindfulness and why it helps with us managing the overwhelm, the stress, and the anxiety of our daily lives. But before we get started, I just wanted to mention that if you are local to the Annapolis or Anne Arundel County, Maryland area, my mindfulness group for women will be starting. It's an eight-week mindfulness group. It's a small group of women, about five people, not including myself. We meet here in my office in Annapolis, and we talk about what mindfulness is, we learn about the concepts as well as the practice and how to bring it into our daily lives, and we practice meditations. So it is an eight-week commitment. You can find out more on my website, progressioncounseling.com. If you're interested, signups end on September 12th. The groups begin September 24th. So if you're considering it, get on it. There's only a few spots left. I would love to have you join us. I'm really excited about being able to offer two different times, one during the day, one in the evening. So check out the Woman Warriors Mindfulness Group on my website, progressioncounseling.com. So how does mindfulness help when we're anxious and stressed and overwhelmed? Well, first, I want to talk a little bit about what happens when we are anxious. What is it that creates that state of anxiety? Well, when we're anxious, our bodies are responding to a perceived threat. Sometimes the threat is actually we are in a dangerous situation, or maybe our life is in danger, or like potentially like slamming on your brakes in a car before hitting somebody. Like, we're going to be a little bit anxious after that. Hypervigilant, aroused, maybe the next time we get in the car, we're going to be fearful because this could happen again. So it's a perceived threat that actually potentially either happened or could have happened that makes us very on guard and makes us feel stressed out. But sometimes we are interpreting threats that maybe aren't an actual threat. Maybe it's an unconscious memory. Maybe it is a threat that comes from a time in our lives when it was a real threat, but maybe now it's not. Or we're interpreting that threat to be very present day because our body is saying this feels very similar when actually in reality it's not. But our body believes it. Our body believes when we perceive a threat as dangerous that we are actually in danger, that it is a life or death experience. As if there were a predator about to attack and kill us. So our heart rate increases, our breath shortens, our our digestive system slows way down. 
we can hyperventilate or feel like our chest is just, our heart is just pounding in our chest. So there's some very physical symptoms. There's also this sense of either wanting to run away, avoid it, or sometimes we just shut down. Sometimes we freeze. Sometimes we feel as if we are helpless to avoid the threat. But the crazy thing is that in our world today, there are things that are now causing us that level of distress that are everyday occurrences. So some of the perceived threats in our world today that can activate our fight, flight, freeze response are maybe not getting enough likes on a social media post or not getting a quick enough response to a text message. And the ping of your cell phone is all it takes for your body to begin to respond. And in contrast, our endorphins are released when we do get the likes or the responses we hoped for. Our brain is feeling the perceived love coming from those likes and those texts. But also in today's world, we are impacted by the constant flow of information, whether it's news or conversation or alerts on our cell phones. We're instantly made aware of mass shootings, of disasters, of hurricanes. I'm thinking right now of Hurricane Dorian that is getting ready to impact the Florida coast. Like we've been following this for days on social media and in the news. And we know already we have pictures of the mass devastation on the Grand Bahamas. Conflict all over the world. We are there moment by moment as it's happening. And it can feel like we're there. And our bodies will respond as if we are there. And if you've ever experienced trauma, which many, many, many of us have, we're already primed to respond to potential dangers and perceived threats because we were threatened. There were dangerous times in our lives or moments where we were traumatized and unable to to protect ourselves. So we're primed to either go to that highly anxious state or that frozen state or the fight state, right? So we are primed to be in fight, flight, or freeze. And even small things can make us feel totally stressed out, overwhelmed, or even terrified. But living in a constant state of arousal, what we call hyperarousal in the therapy world, can impact your physical and mental health. When we're in that state, we're producing cortisol and adrenaline all the time, and it's not good for our bodies or our sense of well-being. If we're constantly feeling like the world isn't a safe place or that we are not safe in the world, it has an impact, not just on our mental health, but on our physical health too. So how do we help ourselves manage the bombardment of perceived threats that we encounter every day? Through mindfulness, we can help create or increase our awareness of where we are, how often we get distracted by our worries and thoughts, and how our bodies react 
to all of the potential threats we encounter every day. When we focus our awareness on things that are happening now, and we notice what takes us away from the here and now, we're being mindful. And when we practice mindfulness, we are actually retraining our brain, creating new neural pathways, which is called neuroplasticity. And we're helping our brain recognize that there are other ways to respond, that we don't have to automatically go into the fight, flight, freeze response. We don't automatically have to get anxious, or we can recognize that when we are anxious, there are things that we can do to help calm and bring ourselves back to a more grounded place. And it takes practice. It does take practice. And there are times when we will fall back into old patterns of behaviors, but we can also recognize when that happens too with mindfulness. So we learn not to be so hard on ourselves and can view our own behaviors with compassion and acceptance. So here's a meditation that can help you with your mindfulness practice. So if you're driving in a car listening to this podcast, which is where I listen to a lot of my podcasts, or if you're exercising, you might want to do the meditation when you get home. So maybe pause the recording, maybe pause the podcast and pick this up at a time when you can sit comfortably in a quiet place. So get yourself into a comfortable seated position, either on a cushion on the floor or in a chair, or you can lie down if you're feeling awake enough to not fall asleep. And if you do do this meditation lying down and you fall asleep, well, good for you because I'm guessing that's what you needed in this moment. I'll lead this as if you're in a seated position, so modify it as needed if you're lying down. I'll ring the bell to get the meditation started and ring it again at the end of the meditation. Close your eyes if that feels comfortable to you or you can gaze softly at the floor at a place in front of you. I want you to take three slow, deep breaths. Try breathing deep into your belly as you inhale and exhaling all the air out of your belly, contracting your stomach. And now let's do that two more times. Breathing deep into your belly and exhaling out all the air. One more time. Breathing in deeply and exhaling out. Now let your breath resume its natural rhythm and bring your focus to your breath as it enters 
and exits your body. Where is your breath most noticeable to you? On the tip of your nostrils, at the back of your throat, or maybe your chest or belly rising and falling. You can place a hand on your belly or chest if that helps. Wherever your attention is drawn to the breath, just notice that. Now your mind will wander because that's what our minds are prone to do. But each time you notice your attention has been drawn away from your breath, I just want you to notice that. If you're thinking about the day ahead, you might label it thinking or planning. If you're lost in a daydream, you can say to yourself, daydreaming or imagining. Or if you get caught up in your worries, just label it Worrying. And then pause, allowing yourself to notice in that moment that your mind has wandered away and bring it back, bring the awareness back to your breath. And now I want you to shift your attention to the sounds in the room. Maybe you can hear a clock ticking or the air conditioning or heating system. Maybe there's a fan. And just notice whatever sounds are coming and going and when your mind wanders just make note of where it goes
And now focus on the sounds outside the room. Maybe you hear voices or the wind. Maybe you hear birds chirping or cars driving by. Just allow those sounds to come and go in and out of your awareness without focusing too much on any one sound. And when your mind wanders, because it will, make note of where it goes and try labeling it thinking or planning, daydreaming or worrying or whatever label feels right to you. And then bring your attention back to the sounds that you're hearing in the room and outside the room. Now shift your focus to your body. Notice where your body makes contact with the chair or cushion. Feel your feet where they make contact with the floor. Notice your hands and what they're touching. Maybe they're touching each other. Maybe your hands are on your lap or the chair or the floor. Just make make note of where they make contact. And each time your mind wanders, just notice where it goes. Finding labels that feel right to you, thinking or planning, imagining or worrying, lost in thought. And then bring your attention back to your body. Noticing any sensations you might be feeling there without judgment. And if at any time this feels uncomfortable or distressing, just notice that and you can say, I'm feeling distressed, feeling distress. 
even if at any time it feels more comfortable to open your eyes if they're closed, just gaze softly at the floor and see if it feels comfortable enough to continue the meditation. And if not, allowing yourself to do whatever it is you need to do in this moment to take care of yourself. And now let's shift your focus back to your breath as you breathe in and out. And know that your breath is always there for you as an anchor, as a point of what's happening in the here and now. Your breath is always happening in the here and now. And so anytime you find that you're lost in thought, that your mind is worrying, that it's planning, that it's going to all the imaginary what-ifs or if-onlys, bringing your mind, bringing your awareness back to the breath brings you back to the here and now, brings you back into your body. And you can't be in your body and in your head at the same time. And now we're going to take one last deep breath in. Exhaling out. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes or slowly focus your gaze, bringing into awareness the room around you, the things you can see and feel and touch, bringing yourself back from the meditation. You can use this labeling practice and bring it into any activity that you do. When you're driving your car or taking a walk and you want to do these things or brushing your teeth and you want to do them more mindfully, every time you notice that your attention is drawn away from the experience of whatever it is you're doing, label what's happening. Label it thinking, thinking or worrying, worrying. And notice without judgment how often your attention can be pulled away somewhere else. How often we get caught caught up in our head with thoughts and worries. And then bring a kindly attention back to whatever activity it is that you're performing. And in those moments, when you're bringing your awareness and your focus back to the mindful activity, back to the here and now, back to your breath, that's mindfulness. And we're teaching our brains with this practice 
how to be present, how to be here, even when there are worries, even when there are things that we think we should be thinking about or planning, we can bring the attention back to the here and now, back to the present, allowing our bodies and our brains to recognize that this is a safe place, that this is a place that I can be without stress, that I don't have to be in that highly activated place unless there truly is something dangerous wherever it is you are. And as simple as mindfulness is, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to to do things differently. If we're used to always worrying, if we're used to feeling in that heightened, anxious, overwhelmed state, it can feel a little uncomfortable when we try to try new things, when we try to do things differently. And know that that's completely normal, that that's just part of human behavior, that we like to stick to those old patterns and they feel comfortable even in their discomfort. So not judging yourself too harshly if this feels hard. As I said, mindfulness is simple and yet it does take practice and it can feel difficult Acknowledging with grace, with self-compassion, with acceptance of wherever you are in your journey with mindfulness. Well, I will be taking a week break next week. I'm heading off on vacation and I've decided to grant myself a week off from the podcast to truly enjoy my vacation and not have to stress over editing and producing and putting another episode out. So I will see you back here in two weeks. If you are interested in my mindfulness groups, again, if you're in the Annapolis or Anne Arundel County areas, please feel free to reach out through my website and let me know you'd like to know more about the mindfulness groups for women. I hope over the next two weeks, you will practice this technique of labeling and mindfulness and bringing an awareness to your experience as you go throughout your day. See you back here mid-September. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to the Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com. Thank you.